that when I was come again to Jerusalem, even while I prayed in the temple, I was in a trance. Now, Paul is talking. Now, the meaning of the word Paul means restrained by the word. The Greek meaning means to be restrained by the word. Verse 18 says, And so him saying unto me, Make haste and get thee quickly out of Jerusalem. Jerusalem is a place of peace. But Jerusalem is also a place when, when Christ uh, was taken up, he told his disciples that there would be witnesses in Jerusalem, which was their hometown, and also into Samaria and other places of the world. But now he is saying for, for them to make haste and get thee quickly out of Jerusalem. Hmm. For they will not receive thy testimony concerning me. How many people know that in your hometown, people will not receive your testimony? Amen. 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 You know, they, uh, and we'll go to the next verse, verse number 19, you know, and it will explain why they will not <coughs> receive your testimony. So sometimes God makes a shift. And when he makes a shift, he sends you into another direction because he has another purpose for your life. Now, verse number 19 says, And I said, Lord, they know that I imprisoned and beat in every synagogue them that believed on thee. Hmm. He had a reputation of going in and then causing havoc in the church. So, verse number 20 says, and when the blood of thy Mark Stevenson was shed, I also was standing by and consenting unto his death and kept the raiment of them that slew him. Now verse 22 says, here in the instructions, 22 says, 21 says, And he said unto me, Depart, for I will send thee far hence unto the Gentiles. So now God is making preparations for those that are restrained by the word of God, to go to a different arena because their testimony is no longer effective where they are, so he's going to move them to another place. Now, in chapter number 23, reading verse number 11, and we are going someplace. We are going someplace in the word of God. Now, in chapter number 23, in the book of Acts, verse number 11. Verse 11 says, and the night following, the Lord stood by him. Talk about Paul. Those are restrained by the word of God. God does speak and gives us direction. He says, be of good cheer. Sometimes we don't understand a thing, but what God does, he comes and he gives us a message. He gives us encouragement. He says, be of good cheer, Paul. For as thou hast testified of me, in Jerusalem, as you have shared in your hometown, people that knew you, as you testified there, God has another place for you to go. And then this is what the Lord says. So must thou bear witness also at where? At Rome. Now, when you look at the word Rome and, uh, in the Greek, the word Rome there means strength. So the place that the Lord is going to take us to where he's destined and commissioning, we have to have the strength to be able to make that journey. Because we are about to go on the voyage. 
destination that he wants us to, to reach because there's somebody that's waiting on us to receive our testimony. But watch how the enemy plays when he knows that God has spoken and said that's the place we've got to go. Now look at verse number 12 in the same chapter. Verse 12 says, And when it was day, that means when it was required, there were certain of the Jews banded together and bound themselves under what? A curse. Saying that they would neither eat nor drink till they had done what? So when you've been restrained by the word of God, you can rest assured that the enemy will come together and do whatever he has to do in order to kill you because he does not want you to reach your next destination. He does not want you to reach your next testimony, a, desti a destination where your testimony is going to help somebody else. But more on the board. Watch what they Now, verse number 13 says, and they were more than 40 which had made this what? Conspiracy. So there's the conspiracy. Then the enemy comes together to form a conspiracy to make sure you do not reach the next place where God has destined for you to be. Amen. And I said, I'm not leaving Amen. Now verse 14 says, And they came to the chief priests and elders and said, We have bound ourselves under a, what kind of curse? A great curse. That we will eat nothing until we have slain, in other words, until we have killed all. So, in other words, the devil said, Listen, I'm coming here, and we will, in other words, they want to, do y'all not know the devil goes on fast too? Because they said that we need to drink nothing until until Paul was dead. So they were on the fast, the enemy went on the fast to kill. See, that's, that's how it is. The enemy wants to kill your testimony, amen? Because he knows that God has a place that he has destined for you, and he knows that in that place, there's strength. You'll, you'll have strength, and you've got to have strength in the next place because you're about to go on a boat. About to go on a boat. Now, let's look at Acts chapter number 27. Acts 27. Acts 27. Back to go on the Lord. Back to go on the Lord. Whenever the Lord commissions us, and he commissions all of us to, to do certain things, we can always expect we can always expect winds that are contrary to keep us from reaching our destination. But then also we have to look at the fact that there are indicators along the way as we make our journey. Have you ever went to a destination and on a trip and something there may have said to you, well, or some circumstances or situation said, well, you don't need to go this way, or you don't need to go that way, and we kind of ignored it, and went on and we found ourselves in a different situation. Amen. Have you ever been that way? Whatever happened to you? Okay. Now, let's look at Acts 27, verse number 1, because there are some indicators that 
along the way that the enemy is going to do whatever he can to keep you from reaching your destination. Now, your destination is wrong because you've got a testimony. There are people out there waiting to hear what God did in your life. But you can rest assured that the enemy, or as it was the external enemy or the internal enemy, is going to try to keep you from reaching your destination. Verse number one in Acts chapter number 27 says, And when it was determined that we should sail into Italy, they delivered Paul and certain other prisoners unto one named Julius, a centurion of Augustus' family. They're about to set sail on a voyage. Each one of you are about, the Lord says, about to set sail on a voyage. But on this journey, there are indicators that the enemy does not want you to make. Now, verse number four, it says, And when we had launched from this, we sailed under Cyprus. Now, the word Cyprus there means faith. It says, Because the winds were contrary. First indicator on your journey, you're going to see unfavorable weather. And when I say unfavorable weather, I don't mean the weather that we see outside is raining. There will be situations and circumstances in your life that unfavorable. That's an indication of what's happening or what is about to happen on your journey. But remember now, the scripture tells us, as it said to Paul, he says, the Lord speaks to him and said, be of good courage. He tells him he has to go along. Wherever God has destined for you to be or whatever your life uh, uh, is supposed to be or whatever God has planned for your life, you can rest assured that there will be roadblocks along the way because there are people that are assigned to your life that you've got to speak into. Now, indicator, first indicator, unfavorable condition. Unfavorable condition. Wind ain't quite blowing the way it needs to be blown. Now, verse number nine, in the same chapter, verse number nine. Remember now, we're on the voyage. We are on the voyage. Why are we on the voyage? Because God has called us to be at a set location at a destined time. Now, verse number nine says, Now, when much time was spent, another, another indicator. Now, when much time was spent, and when sailing was now what? Dangerous. Dangerous. Conditions will become dangerous. But you've got to keep in mind what God said. God says that you've got to go wrong because he has called for you to give your testimony to share what, what God has done in your life. You've got to go to that place. But there will be unfavorable conditions as you make that journey. There are indicators. Much time has been spent. And now they're sailing and it has become dangerous. It says because the fast was now already past. But look at the next part. It says Paul admonished thee. Now, remember now, the word of God will always, the word of God means uh, being restrained by the word. The word of God will always speak to us and let us know what is about to happen. 
Ain't nothing been there before. God speaks to you and tells you, and we go on in the way. Anybody been there besides me? Can we have honesty in the house? Amen. Can we have honesty in the house? You know, you know, and, 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 thank you, Mr. And, and you see how high, high, high levels this. God will use people. Amen. Amen. God will use people to speak and let us know. This is an indicator. He don't stop from that Restrict his word. God will even speak through his word. He, he will let us know. Oh, no, that's not the way to go. But here he says, he admonished them. In other words, he begins to tell them about how dangerous and, 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 and the way they're going. And what happens is when we read verse number 10, it says, And the Lord said unto them, Now, we're still in chapter 27 of the book of Acts. And the Lord said unto them, And said unto them, Sirs, Paul is speaking. The Lord is speaking through the one that's restrained by the word of God. And said unto them, Sirs, see how polite the Holy Spirit is. <laughs> Sirs, it's polite. He says, I perceive, that's a perception there, that's a perception. I perceive that this voyage will be with hurt and much damage. Not only of the land, which means the cargo and ship, which is the vessel that carries the cargo, but also of our lives. Have you ever made a decision? Somebody tell you not to make a decision, you make it in the way of bam. Amen. Amen. I see heads nodding. Yeah. Amen. Amen. 
I almost said, turn to your neighbor and say, I'm guilty. But don't turn to your neighbor. Just say to yourself, I'm guilty. I only heard a few people say, I'm guilty. So that means the rest of us got it going on. Amen. It's, it's, it's so amazing. It's so amazing how we as church folks wants to wear things and know it's not true. Amen. Amen. If guilty, we just give how, how else can we get free if we don't acknowledge our sins? That doesn't that be an option. But what happens here, he said, rather than accepting or receiving the word of God, they chose to hear something else that's contrary. Even though you've you got to go this way, you've got to go this way, you've got to go through the storm. And you, you, you can't, you've you got to ride out the storm. you got to ride it out. You just avoid that God has purpose and destiny for your life to be in that location. Now, verse uh, number 12 says, And because the haven was not modest to winter, in the uh, more part advised to depart this also, if by any means that they might attain the feast, and there to winter, which is in the haven of Crete, and lieth toward the southwest and northwest. Now, we really want to get with verse number 13 because we really need to read verse number 12. Let's look at verse number 13. What happens when we don't accept what God is speaking? And we have to remember that we are on a boat and there are indicators. The first indicator was the wind was contrary. Just contrary. Now, verse number 13 says, and when the what wind? The south wind blew what? Softly. Indicator. Indicator. And when the south wind blew softly, supposing that they had obtained their what? Their purpose. Losing this, they sailed close by in other words, the next indicator is false assurance. False assurance. You know what the scripture says? It said that the, the winds, the south wind, was blowing softly. In other words, it's okay to pick this right. Because it looks like and it appears like everything is okay. You know what I'm saying? It appears like everything is okay because that, that wind that was contrary now is not like it was. It's a soft wind. So they felt like, okay, now we can obtain our purpose. Even though that morning, even though that was a morning, because of the condition changed just a minute. They begin to say, say, false assurance, indicate. Let's look at verse number 14. Hmm. 14 says, but not long after that. What is after that? Not long after that false assurance that 
brings about a disturbance in the spirit. Mm-hmm. When good, let me just take that. When good and evil co-mingle together, it brings about a disturbance in the spirit. Mm-hmm. And what happens? You get a major storm. A major storm. Are you walking? A major, a major storm. Anybody been in a major storm here lately? Oh, I can hands going up. Thank you for honesty. You got a major storm. Because you know what's happening? We're taking the good and evil spirit within us and we co-mingle good with evil. Can't do that. It disrupts the Holy Spirit. Oh my God. It disrupts the Holy Spirit that's on the inside of us when we co-mingle good with evil. And then we get a story. Yes. 
that has God in their life and they're serving God, you ain't got to worry about it. You might get shipwrecked, mm-hmm. but you ain't got to worry about your life. Mm-hmm. According to the word. He speaks to him. Tells him, you've got, you've got to make that journey. You've got, you've got to appear before somebody. You know, each one of us have to appear at the place where God has called and destined for us to be. We might go screaming and hollering. How many of us have gone screaming and hollering, not want to go where God has called for us to be? Because we don't like pain. Amen. We don't, we don't like pain. You know, we go screaming and hollering, no, God, no, God, send somebody else. Like, no, send somebody else, not me, send somebody else. But what God said, no, I'll give you somebody to help you, but you're supposed to be the one. Because I can't use that. <laughs> but we'll go screaming, we'll go screaming and so, but, but, but look what he's reassuring that God is. I don't care what it is. God always gives reassurance. Amen. And we keep our eyes stayed on him. Let's keep our eyes stayed on him. Verse 25 says, Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God that it should be even as it was told me. Listen, when God speaks, it says it's going to be all right. You've got to believe that thing. You've got to believe what the Lord says. And you've got to be convinced. And Paul told him, listen. See, sometimes things happen so people will believe in you. No. Amen. Some things have to happen in order for people to believe what you say. Hmm. Remember now, they got a knowledge that Paul had already spoke to them. The word of God always acknowledges us. Hmm. But look at verse number 26. It says, how be we must be cast a form a certain eye. Hmm. It says we must be cast from a certain hour. Got to be. Now, the remainder of, of this particular chapter deals with the shipwreck. But how? Some of them get there to jump overboard. And I'm talking, no, 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 no. You, you got to stay in the boat. Some, oh my God. Some folks are ready to jump overboard because of their storm. Some people are ready to walk away from God. When you walk away from God, where is your help? Where is your home? Can you walk away from God? That's, that's the only hope that you got. That's the only protection that you have. He said, he said, abide in the ship. Why are you abiding in the ship? Because God has a destination where you get to. He said, he you've got to be, you got to be cast upon a certain island. Let me show you how the, the end's intent it is to keep you from reaching your destination. Let's look at chapter number 28 in the book of Acts. Hmm. Yeah. Folks, be <coughs> Amen. 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 Chapter 28, book of Acts. Remember Paul tells them that they cast upon a certain a certain eye. Not any place, but a certain eye. Verse 1 says, and when they were escaped, see, when 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 the when when the sea can't kill you, or those spirits that in the sea, when they can't kill you, then the enemy will come up with something else. And when they were escaped, then they knew that the island was called Melissa. Now that word that means in Greek means high. And it also means sweet. So it's where God casts us to in the midst of a shipwreck is the place of sweetness. It may not look like sweetness, but 
is a place of sweetness. Now watch what happened. In verse number 2 says, And the barbarous people showed us no little kindness, for they kindled a fire and received us, everyone, because of the present rain and because of the cold. Look at verse number 3. Now you've escaped one situation. Watch what happens. Verse number 3. And when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the water, the fire. Do you not know when you're filled with the power and the fire of a Holy Ghost, it will bring out the devil? The Bible says, and when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, there came a what? A viper. No, a snake. Where did he come from? Out of the heat. In other words, he was the devil was here. <laughs> but, 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 but when you get a relationship with God, and, and when the power of the Holy Ghost is because the flame of fire on the inside, it will bring out the devil. He said, and there came a viper out of the heat and fastened on his hand. In other words, the devil held on. Held on. But watch what happens. Watch what happens here. Verse 4, it says, And when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hanging on his hand, they said among themselves, No doubt, this man is a murderer, whom, though he had been what? He escaped the sea. In other words, he escaped one situation. So, you know, even though he's a murderer now, so he must have been a murderer. And, and even though he had escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffers not to live. And he, what happened? And he shook all the beast into, you better shake the devil off. What are you shaking? Not anywhere, but you better shake him into the fire. You better shake him into the power of the Holy Ghost. You better shake him into the fire of God and consume him.
You're going to make it, you're going to arrive at your destination. 
destination. You're going to ride there. And when, when, when you've been carried out, right before we didn't come down, God said, that's why I had to change the mind. Because he's going to be rewarded, and that's your anger. Now let's get God a hand clap. receive something from the Word of God. So when you're on a journey, and you are on a journey, you see all these indicators coming your way. It's going to life for